Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith ID Exchange. For today's episode, I will be sitting down with Emily May. Emily is a writer, she's an editor, um, a yoga instructor as well, who lives in central Minnesota. Uh, Emily is the editor-in-chief of a lifestyle magazine called Lake Country Journal, and she'll be publishing her first narrative nonfiction book later this year. And that book will be about uh, traveling solo. Um, it'll also be talking about mental health and um, navigating her 20s. Emily's also the co-owner of an apparel brand, um, Outfit My Life. Now, that's an outdoor brand that supports uh, mental health, um, supports people who are battling mental health issues. She also has a blog, and that blog is writerlife.com, and life is spelled with a Y. Writerlife.com, spelled with a Y. Anyway, this was a really good conversation, so I hope you guys will give it a chance and um, give it a listen. Let's get to it. All right. And I'm live with Emily May. Uh, first, Emily, um, how's everything going on your end and how are you doing today? I well, first, thank you so much, Tyrone, for having me on your podcast. I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. Um, today, it is the first sunny day after a nice final snowstorm in Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. So we're we're happy for that. It's 64 degrees here in Rhode Island, so it, I couldn't, you know, up here in New England, I couldn't ask for better weather. That sounds amazing. We, I just, we, we, ex, we expect snow at any time of the year. We're just, we're prepared at all times. Are you serious? Like, it, it's <laughs> like that? No, but I mean, it's, you know, April. Jeez. And it's supposed to be the whole April showers thing. And we typically get one final good hurrah where it's, it's warm, everything's melting. We're all getting stoked for spring and summer. And then it's just like, well, bam, nope. Winter again <laughs> for like a week. So I think it's over now, but yeah. So, so April showers can really be like April snow showers for you guys. And exactly. It's like April slush. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Emily, first, can you, um, you know, just tell me a little bit about your background and, you know, how long have you been writing? Sure. So I grew up in Northern Minnesota. Um, I'm the youngest of four. And I started writing actually experiencing the loss of my grandfather through Alzheimer's disease in middle school. At the end of elementary middle school, uh, there was a writer's contest that was happening in school. And I had to describe a situation and tell a story about it. And I wrote about not really understanding or what it was like to watch someone that you love and know so well, just slowly lose their grip with reality and even know who, you know, their family members are anymore. Um, so I wrote that and it just felt really good. It was a good way for me to process that emotion um, it was like a release for me. And I submitted that and won this contest, which is really fun. And I'd never done anything like that before. And that, that way of processing emotion through writing is kind of what kept me going in it. 
Gotcha. Wow. Okay. You know, again, I'm very sorry about the loss of the loss of your grandfather. You know, I lost my grandfather as well, but um, he ended up uh, having dementia. I don't think it was quite Alzheimer's, but mm-hmm. you know, I definitely got to see him decline kind of slow, slowly. But um, it's really amazing that you were able to actually take something, something like that, such raw emotion, and turn it into what you turned it into. Yeah, thank you. That was the feedback from a lot of family members that said you just described the situation in a way that I didn't feel like I could explain it. Mm. And I thought that was really, really powerful because there's a lot. I'm really interested in language as well, because I think there's a lot that we're not able to actually communicate. Right. Right. Exactly. It's very hard to communicate how we're feeling sometimes. Right. So Emily, can you tell me um, a little bit about the Lake Co- the Lake Country Journal? You know, I've, I've seen the magazine and and it and it, it looks awesome. It, it really it really does look awesome. It looks um, it looks legit. Um, Thank you. And um, you know what got you into this side of the writing spectrum? Sure. So at the time, I was living in Sun Valley, Idaho. I had moved out west soon after graduation from college in southern Minnesota. And I was living out West and um, had an opportunity to guide a trek on the Inca trail. I had never been to the Inca trail. I didn't know where in the world the Inca trail was. It was just this nonprofit that I'd done work with previously. And they knew that I was a, a guide. And so they said, would you be interested in taking some of our donors on a trek on the Inca trail? And I said, absolutely. Yes. You know, without even any hesitation. And my mom, I called my mom right away. And, you know, I said, I have this amazing opportunity to hike the Inca Trail. And then I kind of jokingly was like, do you want to do it with me? And she was like, yeah, let's, let's go. And I was surprised that she was down for it. And she trained, you know, she had the whole elevation mask and everything. She yeah. trained super hard for it. And it was, I'm so inspired by my mother in, in that way. And she didn't grow up with outdoors, nothing. Um, so this was really, really outside of her comfort zone and she just jumped into it. So we hiked to the Inca trail together. Um, and when I was visiting home in Minnesota, I think it was around Christmas time. Um, I looked at the magazine and my mom had run into someone that worked there at the time. And my mom told her about hiking the Inca trail. And she said, Oh my gosh, that's such a a powerful story. You know, my mom served as a speech pathologist for 33 years in this school district. And this is where I was raised. So they said, would you be interested in writing that story for the magazine? And my mom said, no, but my daughter would. She's a writer. So I wrote it actually living in Idaho and then came here and visited and got that story published in the journal. Hmm. And worked with the previous editor, Jody, for that um, story. And then when I was traveling back through Minnesota, headed to Greece two summers ago, I reached back out to Jody and I said, if there's any opportunities for other articles, I loved writing for your magazine. I think it's wonderful. And she emailed me back and she said, actually, I just accepted a position somewhere else. And I think that you should apply for mine. That's 
That's awesome. That, that That is crazy how that all worked out for you. You know, sometimes in life, uh, things, things just kind of happen like that. And it, you know, happened so fast. You know? It did. Yeah. Really I wasn't awesome. expecting it at that time at all, <laughs> but right. it just yeah. kind of, yeah, happened. I, I think some of the greatest things in life happen to us when we're not really expecting it. And, um, it, it does, it does you good to always kind of be prepared because, mm-hmm. you know, when, when things happen, they usually happen very quickly. So, you know, Emily, you and I know each other a little bit, but, um, you know, on the, on the one hand, you seem like a bit of a free spirit, but mm-hmm. on the other, you know, I know you to be a, a driven college graduate business owner, and you seem to to go after what you want in life. Now, is there a balance that you strike somewhere internally to make all of this happen? That's a very tough question because it was not a smooth transition. And I think it it is very challenging to, because you are 100% correct, I am a free spirit, but writing has always been an anchor point to me. So while I was traveling, while I've been doing all these things in my 20s, it writing was always kind of this, this anchor point that I came back to. And that part of my life has grown and it's kind of transformed the way that I'm able to kind of live that free-spirited part of my life. Hmm. Uh, I don't feel like I've really found the balance that I'm looking for in that quite yet. And it's, it's a challenge. It's, you know, it's, it's exciting to be moving forward in my career and I love it. And it's what I want, have wanted to do my whole life, you know, since writing that essay in middle school, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's invigorating for me to hike the Inca trail, to pick up and move to South Africa, to, you know, kind of take these risks. Right. Right. That's awesome. I, that's um, very similar to the way that I like to look at things. The way I see it, we're only, you know, as far as we know, we're only here one time and mm-hmm. we've only got one chance to get it right and do the things that we want to do in our lives. And if there's a chance, if there's a chance that you can get out there and do something, there's a chance that you can, you know, pick up and move to South Africa. If there's a chance that you can go to Greece and, and, you know, see some beautiful sights. If there's a chance that you can go, if there's a chance that you can go to Hawaii and surf the beach, you know, you know, be mm-hmm. on the beaches and surf and everything, why not give it a shot and do it? Um, mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, as far as we know, we're only here one time, but you know, for anyone who is an aspiring writer listening to this, it, it's definitely the greatest, um, gift ever to be able to make a living actually doing what you love. But uh, now outside of writing, could you tell me a little bit about your apparel brand um, outfit, outfit my life? Yeah. Um, you know, okay. Cause I understand a portion of the proceeds there are used to support mental health initiatives. Um, how important would you say it is for us to better understand mental health and its effects on us? Coming out of COVID, especially, I think COVID kind of ripped away the 
covering that especially Americans have been able to hide under about their mental health and being in isolation um, was extremely challenging for everyone, whether you came into it with prior mental illness or mental health challenges, it was, it was extremely hard for all of us. And Outfit My Life was started actually by my brother and his business partner in 2020. And it was his initiative really to encourage people to get outside and go for hikes and be in the wilderness and kind of spend time with yourself, um, as well as doing things that are good for your mental health. So they launched this brand together and I was kind of always in the background of it. Me, I was running a copywriting business at the time. So I helped them with all their website copy. I helped them with their bios and it was so, it was just a fun thing. It was cool to see my brother light up and making a dream like that come true. He had always wanted to run an apparel company and, or just an e-commerce store, like something online. And we'd been sending ideas back and forth for years. And then him and his, my brother, TJ and his uh, business partner, Michael launched this business together. And uh, my brother's mental health, like a lot of people's deteriorated very quickly with COVID. He had struggled with anxiety and depression before that. It was um, very rapid and fast. And he ended up taking his own life um, this past summer. So at the time I hadn't ever met Michael and the loss of my brother is something I think that will never be real to me because we were so close. We were two and a half years apart. You know, my whole life is spent with him. Like I see a funny thing on Instagram or Facebook and or a song that I like, and he's the first person I think of to send it to. And he'd be like, dude, this is great. You know, and he would have something funny to say, like, he's just such a funny person, uh, very outgoing, and everyone just loved him. So that loss is going to be a really big hole in my heart uh, for my whole life. But being able to carry on outfit my life with Michael. So Michael and I, it's transformed a little bit. And we have even more of a mission to work with mental health initiatives. It's based in Minneapolis, but we're just trying to do our small part to help men be able to speak up and share their emotions and what they're experiencing. Because for my brother, his greatest stress when he was struggling mentally is that he thought he was going to get fired at his job because he was struggling. And that means that he's not a strong person or a good worker. And I draft, I wrote the email. I drafted the email to his boss and we, we wrote it together and sent it. And he was in tears when his boss called him and he said, you know, my son is struggling right now. We're going to give you whatever support you need. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed uh, my interview with Emily. I'll be putting out the conclusion to her conversation next week. And we'll be getting um, a little more into the weeds of what she does and, you know, more of what she's doing to help others and to inspire others, both through her writing and through um, initiatives that she has undertaken. Uh, Speaking of initiatives, uh, I just wanted to, just wanted to add that, um, 
you know, you can get to her apparel brand by just going to outfitmylife.com. Again, that's outfitmylife.com. No spaces or anything like that. Proceeds from any and every sale on that website uh, go to mental health initiatives. And I think that's something very important. You know, I think if you take something away from this episode, just please take away that, um, you know, mental health is very important and it should not be understated. I think it's something that um, a lot more attention has been drawn to more recently, but still in some ways more attention needs to be put towards it. Also, you can get to Lake Country Journal by going to lakecountryjournal.com. And you can also get to her blog by going to Writer Life. That's Writer Life, life with a Y, dot com. Anyway, uh, that's it for this, uh, for this episode. Have a great day, everyone.